You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny, and I always keep it cute on the gram. And if you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, you can always follow the show at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram or hit that link in the description below to join our private Facebook group. I hope you are drinking some of our Housewives inspired rosé for yourself, packing a punch at 14% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. It's available at nofilterwine.com. I crafted it perfectly with my pals at Elix. So if you're a mega Housewives fan, head over to nofilterwine.com to stock up today. And don't forget, tickets to our live tour. Me and Adam Newell from Up and Adam Live are going on tour. We're going to be in LA April 7th, in Nashville April 13th, and then in New York on April 28th. So go and get your tickets right now at spillingteelive.com. Go to spillingteelive.com to come hang out with Adam and a few of our very special friends. All right, guys, are you ready to dive in today? We have lots of, of, of tea to spill and get into and possibly some really good hot dating tips because today I have on not one guest but two since it is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I have two guests on to help me hopefully not be single by the end of this year because I, I think I'm ready for, for a dream man. And she seems to have found one because he's a hunk of hunk of burn in love. And we're probably going to get into some major shenanigans today. Please welcome from Vanderpump Rules, Sheena Shea and Brock Davies. Hey. G'day, wow. G'day. That was an intro. How, How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. We're going to have to get you on shenanigans soon, too. I would love that. That sounds yeah. like, I mean, your shows are always such a blast that I love listening that it would be fun to join the party. Yeah, definitely. So is it soon to be Sheena Davies? I guess technically, yeah. I don't know how soon I will go through that entire process because it's a lot, but um, I do want to do it. But here's the thing. Summer's two middle names are Moon and Honey. I wanted her last name to be Honey Davies because his mom's maiden name is Honey. So that's a family name. Mm. So as much as I want to have the same last name as my daughter, I kind of want him to legally change his to Honey Davies. So then when I change mine, it's Honey Davies. I love So I don't know how soon we're going to do all of that, but. I think in reference to that, I I was raised in a split family and, uh, I, I pay homage, you know, I respect my mom. She's, she's, the, she's the queen bee in my household to raise five of us by herself. So as I'm going on through this legacy of my name, I'm like, well, you know, cool. I love Davies. It's my family name, but at the same time, I'm, I'm not just going to let my mom's maiden name just go to, you know, die down, down there. So I want to represent her a little bit. So if I can incorporate that as a middle name, we'll get there. You know, this is Hollywood. I can name myself whoever I want. So. You can name yourself <laughs> whatever you want. Are you still <laughs> legally Sheena Shea? Yeah. It's legally Shay. Okay. Yeah. And so yeah, you're definitely taking Brock's last name then. Like for sure. Yeah. I just want it to be Honey Davies. Okay. I like Honey Davies. That's it. Yeah. Then you'll be look, it's the Honey Davies clan coming down the street. Ooh, I like <laughs> that one. I like that. Yeah. So Sheena, last time you were on this show, you said that you would never be friends with Lala and Stassi ever again. <laughs> And that that was totally donezos. Now we've since seen an entire season of Vanderpump Rules play out. We've seen lots of photos on social media of you hanging out with Stassi and with Lala. 
what happened? You were so, there was such conviction in our last yeah. interview. I think I've now learned to never speak in absolutes. Because but absolutes are great know. for press, Gina. I'll tell you that. Uh. We broke the internet <laughs> that week. Yeah. Um, honestly, at the time, that was completely how I felt. And then Britney's baby shower happened. I ran into both of them, Stassi there with a two-month-old Hartford and Lala, very pregnant, getting ready to be induced in a week or two. And it was kind of that moment. And honestly, I almost didn't go to Britney's shower. Once I heard the guest list, I was like, seven months pregnant. I don't really need that anxiety and stress. I don't know that I want to put myself in this situation in an intimate setting, but I'm like, I'm not going to not go to Britney's shower because of my personal feelings. I'm just going to put that all aside. I'm showing up for her. She showed up for me. And when I got there, Stassi, it was the warmest welcome I've ever received from her. Just embraced me. Big hug was like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you and this and that and labor and blah, blah, blah. And giving me all these tips and just telling me things about when I was telling her how much weight I've gained and how much weight she gained and sending me things on Instagram the next day. And I was like, wow, it just was not what I was expecting. I'm like, wow, motherhood suits her so well. And then with Lala, we spoke a little bit that day. And then knowing that she was getting induced a few weeks early, I was checking in with her person at the time and um, text her. And that kind of just opened up the door for a surface level mom supporting mom friendship. And then once we started filming and uh, talked about everything, that first episode, as you guys saw, it was like, okay, like, let's just move forward. We would like our kids to be friends. Let's put our shit aside and try to start a friendship. But then she came for him and then it was a whole thing. And Brock, do you have any regrets now that you, I mean, this was your first season. It's always really challenging when you jump into unforeign territory. And obviously, you know, you were kind of, your character was maligned as a deadbeat dad to as basically is what Lala tried to paint you as any regrets after your first season. Are you kind of like, maybe I shouldn't have been jumped in full time. Um, well, when going into the season, I kind of went with the approach of, I don't know what to expect, but as long as I could just, I don't want to change for TV. That was my one goal. I want to try and do something more. And I back the first half of the season, how even how Lala and I we interacted and what I told to Lala off camera and bring and brought up, I was okay with that first half of the season because you know what that is my past and it's not a skeleton in my closet. It's something that I hold close to my heart and that's why I don't talk about it. She knew about it the whole time when I first met her. It's, my kids are on the back of my phone. Like it's 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 a it's not a closed secret. It's just a close secret if I could say it like that. And so talking about it was the first time ever talking about to Lisa Vanderpump. And mm. that woman is, is, is just, she's a guru at something. She sat me down and in my head, I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna do this, this and this. And I sat down she's, and I started talking <laughs> and she was like, stop, take a breath, have a drink and talk to me. And then you saw it. I, it's the first time ever actually talking about like what I, my past involved. And, and I felt like the first half of the season, I was happy with how I handled that. Because like I said, it wasn't a secret. I wasn't trying to keep it from everyone. It was something I was working on. How it came across didn't help because of my actions on the second half of the season, which I do regret. Purely based on the first half of the season, I knew I knew I knew my truth. The second half of the season, 
I got caught up in the show. I got caught up in film and stuff. And I didn't know if there was going to be another season. So I just wanted to prove everyone wrong and do everything and do it all. And that really bites me in the ass, especially when you get kind of, we, we introduce COVID to some situations. So then yeah. some things don't work out. So then you plan B, plan C, then you're going down this list, which you see me do to just being a horrible friend and kind of just like, look, to be honest, I was just selfish for me and Sheena. Like I didn't care about anybody else to be fair. I wanted to get her love on the show. And then it turned out to look, really desperate and uh so that's that's the only part i wish i didn't do to be honest the front half of it i felt like that i'm not ashamed of my past it made it's who i am and it's unfortunate that it comes across as like a deadbeat dad because that's what i've dealt with since my separation with my ex and i thought that to be true until i met sheena until i've had this opportunity to be a dad again and that really kind of reminded me i'm like listen that might be what you think i am but it's not and I'm going to prove you wrong. And yeah. and before we started filming, the big conversation came up about having another kid was when we were pregnant six months in and we had a miscarriage along that period of time. And going for Sheena for her miscarriage must have, was crazy for us to have that. But at the same time, I had to have that conversation in my head to myself about becoming a father and can I do this because of my past? You're not even trauma, because of my past actions. So you see it all. I'm not ashamed of my past. I just look forward to being better for my future with, with my past. So yeah, I'm ashamed of how I acted the second half of the season of trying to steal weddings and get it all in it. Cause we didn't know if it was going to be another show. I just yeah. like, we still don't know. We, yeah. still we really don't. don't. For the record. Which really so it, like, yeah. Which is how it is every season. You never know yeah. like, what's going <laughs> to so happen. Do it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where, cause it seemed like there was this pressure of like no time to get married. And I think viewers were like, well, you have the rest of your lives to plan a, a, yeah. an engagement party or what, but obviously it makes sex, sense within the context of the show. How are you and Lala doing now, Brock? Um, it seemed like there was a little, it was a little salty at the reunion still. <laughs> Did you think that? Yeah, look. There were some, some under the breath comments. On top, on, on top of my back-end performance. Cool story, bro. Yeah, yeah. On top of my back-end performance led by the reunion, the problem with that whole situation is I have to get understand this, that we go through this six months earlier. We went through right. this in the summer. So I handled that with Lala. I respected where she was coming from. And, and, and we kind of, we just accepted it to be truths and we moved forward. But then I get to watch her conversations that she has on the side, we get to watch side conversations and her interviews. And that to me was just like, okay. And then she also apologized for interviews. And I was just like, unfortunately, you don't get to say I'm sorry to me, but publicly on your platform of 1.7 million on a national television show, sit there and just berate me and talk shit. Right. But then to come to re and then my problem was I binged it. I binged the last five, uh. six episodes because we, we just got them sent to us. Production did a great job turning them around but we watched it and so I just had a marathon of just just this in my head, just locking that in, that yeah. in. So when we came to reunion, I was ready. Was and then up. she was on a Zoom call. She wasn't even in person. Uh, so now I just look like an asshole yelling at a TV and a, on a woman that's crying because yeah, she is going through some things and I, and that's not like what she's going through. She's doing great. But I was like, I was triggered by what we just dealt with, but it kind of got swept under the rug yeah. because of her new situation. And I was like, how do I, how do I have, how do I voice this? Cause I'm pissed. Right. But then it just came across as a man talking down to women. I don't know. It came across not okay, but at the same time I'm entitled to those feelings. So you, you got them. Yeah. Yeah. 
So at the reunion, Lala did say that she wished that people had told her about Randall. Um, some James and Sandoval came forth and said that they had heard things. Had you heard anything or seen anything, Sheena, from I, Randall or like people in the DMs? I had never seen anything personally. I know some of the other girls had received messages and we had all talked about it many years ago. But at the time, and I even said this to Lala when I saw her last week, I was like, you know, if any of us came to you with this information a few years ago, you probably would have just dismissed it. You would have not believed it. And she's like, no, I know you're right. And I'm like, and also, okay, say we did come to you with this information and you did believe it and then you did leave him, then you wouldn't have Ocean. So, you know, it's like you say that you wish you had all of this at the time, but I really don't think if anyone brought her that information that she would have accepted it and been like, oh, let me look into this. Were you surprised that she decided to leave Randall? No. Once we found out everything he did, like, <laughs> I couldn't believe she didn't do it quicker. I think she did it as quick as she could. <laughs> and, that, and that was kind of my my point on the reunion to where I was like, yeah. look, I know this is all of a sudden, but at what point did you just stop? Were you turning a blind eye to it all? Because she's like, now I look back at it. I was like, and that was what I was trying to relay. I was like, where we are now, you made the right choices, but you ignored that because you, for you, it was just better to. So unfortunately it came out and she found out, but I think it's you know, lucky that she did before she got married. You know, you know, that's, that's wild. Yeah. The stuff's coming out. It was just one thing after the next. And I could only imagine. And everyone's still, yeah. I had no empathy at like the empathy, empathy yeah. at the reunion. I had it. I right. was just frustrated with the first six months of our relationship. Right, we watched right, right. it on national television. Yeah. I mean, and you always have to focus on the blessings, right? She got Ocean. You know, the wedding got delayed mo on more than one occasion, which I think was a blessing in disguise of, like, not having her get caught up in a marriage that then she would have to leave. Um, and from what I've seen, she's really staying strong and staying strong in her sobriety. And I think that that's, you know, good for her. As I think even just reality TV viewers, we love a woman's comeback story. And I feel like should we get to see her journey moving forward, we would really have a deeper appreciation for her. Definitely. Do you think that she really is considering leaving the show? No. <laughs> It, let, let, me, let me play this one out for you. It's whenever you hear these people leaving the show, who's leaving away from that paycheck, that opportunity? Yeah. And it's a great way to like, I mean, I enjoyed this last year. I never yeah. had, I, my first problem of my, my original life was I worked all the time and I was getting paycheck to paycheck and I wasn't seeing my family or it was just separating us. We got to spend every day with my daughter this time around. And so to have that opportunity on top of it, you got, these guys are good friends and that's what's annoying about the show yeah. they are good friends so you kind of like you take it in waves which i'm learning but at the same time you get to hang out with your friends go through these life experiences and have this opportunity i think you'll be unless you're, you you crush it on something on the side and you're really like i don't need this perfect but it, yeah i think i think you would have to double check i don't check think that. a lot of people walk away from this yeah so no i do not think she is leaving <laughs> it's not good for the show either be like oh, i'm gonna leave the show it's like people want to see lala you just said it they want to see lala they want her to thrive. give they them want to they want yeah, yeah give me lala lala does is she says things for like shock value she'll go to one extreme she's like well i don't even know if i'm coming back it's like really we want her to come back and well, i think the people that's watched the show course. for so many years want to see this new version of Lala. Now she is. Oh yeah. This is what I think 
this season coming up, now Lala can be the queen bee she wanted to like prove herself to because now she's doing it herself. She's she's handling the business. And I think people want to see that. Empowered single mom. No, absolutely. How are you and Charlie doing, Sheena? Um, fine. You know, it just after the reunion, I don't know. And watching back the season, I really was upset with myself for not standing up for myself more. And it kind of just made me want to be like, you know, it is what it is. I I put effort into friendships that deserve for effort to be put in. And uh, just the way she came at me multiple times when, you know, I'm a new mom, I'm dealing with just postpartum body image, hormones, emotions, almost died in labor, lost a baby. Like I have all of these things. And for her to be like, you haven't been present. You haven't been a good friend. I was just like, in the moment I cowered and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like whatever, however you feel like your feelings are valid, which they are. But I just like watching it back when we're sitting at Tom, Tom and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'll be better. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just wanted to shake myself and be like, stop apologizing. You have been a damn good friend. And so now I just, you know, we're down here in San Diego, we're doing our thing and it is what it is. I, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not, I'm not going out of my way to put effort. You know, yeah. you say I haven't been present. Here's me not being present. Yeah. And then you have created your own reality. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck getting back on the show next season. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tasha Marie in our Facebook group wants to know if Sheena went off on Kristen for bringing Miami girl during her wedding week, why would she think it's appropriate to get engaged, much less married at someone else's engagement celebration that they paid for? Again, it was not at their engagement celebration. It was not at their party. It was not supposed to be on their property. It was on a day where we all split off and do activities, alpacas, horse riding, boat, wedding. Like we were just going to all do our own little activities. And production is the one who takes care of stuff. James and Raquel, yes, they pay for their party. But it's like... First of all, like James and Raquel didn't pay for us to go to the alpaca farm. Yeah. It wasn't like James and Raquel paid for my hotel room. I paid for my hotel room with my own money. So that was frustrating because I'm like, we weren't trying to capitalize on there's a free venue. We're going to yeah. do this because James and Raquel paid. It was like, no, I was down if we went somewhere like in Santa Barbara to like a private vineyard and did our own thing, just us. I was down for that. It had nothing to do with anything that anyone else paid for. And also I got upset with Kristen, whether it was my wedding week or not, I was upset with her because she did something really fucked up that hurt my two best friends. So I wasn't trying to do anything fucked up to hurt two of my best friends. I was just trying to selfishly have a moment with my fiance and just make it official with no one finding out. So it's such a different situation. I've seen people say that and I'm like, apples and oranges. Yeah. I don't, I don't help the situation because of me, my relentlessness just to get it done. And then when we got to the venue, the biggest one was COVID. Yeah. And because of COVID, now we weren't going offsite. Now we're at this vineyard. And I was like, okay. In my head, I was like, okay. But then, but then when the day goes on, you miss, you guys don't see a conversation where Sheena and I are talking on the balcony that night before the boat trip. And she's like, babe, you don't have to do this. And she said it to me very firmly and was like, you don't have to do this. 
And that was when I realized, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. Pull the, and, and then so then the next option up was, well, if you're not doing it, you need to tell everybody that you guys just got engaged. And so that was kind of, I was like, well, how do we do this without being the assholes? Yeah. I'm like, well, we got to be the assholes anyway. So I think it's best to do it at the alpaca farm without James and Raquel. Then we go to dinner that night to talk to them. And that's, and that was agreed upon. And honestly, had dinner, I- dinner didn't happen. <laughs> they canceled dinner. Well, and was- so then boom. I <laughs> had, had I known when he presented me with this idea, I wasn't even thinking, I mean, I've been doing this long enough. I know you have to pull permits yeah. to film anywhere at any time. So I, had I thought like, okay, well, do we have a permit to do our own thing? Like in Santa uh, Barbara or somewhere else? Like, I didn't even think of that. He was just like, he, the way he sold it to me was like, we're going to go off somewhere <laughs> private. So I thought, okay, he already has this cleared with production. They have like a place that we can do this. Once we get there and they're like, no, no, here's where we're cleared to film. So you can go like out there yonder. I'm like, no, no, (laughs) you can't pay me enough to do that. Like I would not do that. That is disrespectful. And I, I didn't even consider that for one second. He was still like, I was balls deep. I was in it. I was going to make it happen. No. Mm. And I feel like people don't understand that. They just think that we were trying to get married on their venue because it was beautiful, which it was. Right. But also that's not what I want for my wedding. It was just, if we could do a little something private with, you know, just Tom and Ariana, my parents would have been there. Then I was down for that, but still we would still have our wedding that we're planning. And so that was another thing where they're like, well, no, this is your real wedding. You don't like, you can't just have another wedding next season. And I'm like, we don't even know if there is another season, but I'm like, this isn't what I want to do for my wedding because then, yeah, we are saying vows. We're doing all of that. That is our wedding. And this isn't what I want. I want his family there. I want all of our close friends and family there. So that's what we're in the process of doing now. Figuring that one out. Well, Elise wants to know when is the wedding uh, and where, 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 when is the wedding? Where is the wedding and will it be filmed for Vanderpump Rules? So, um, give us the, the date, the time, the address. She wants it all. If there's another season and it happens to fall during that time, of course, I would love for them to film it if they want to film it. Um, I'm not going to say where we're looking yet because I'm just going (laughs) to, I'm going to just leave that, uh, private for us right now, but I have a flight booked to go look at three venues end of March with my sister. He's going to stay with the baby. My sister is going to come with me and, um, hopefully we can pick a venue and then set a date once we look at the calendar and see, because, we really wanted to do 1111, mm. but everybody wants to do 1111. Let's tell yeah. you right now. We so, have the first uh, dream, dream couple to be like, oh, would know, be nice? There's 2222 <laughs> and there's 111122 and the numerology of all of it. So yeah. everyone who's had to push their wedding from 2020 to 2021 now is in 2022. The dates like that we wanted that mean something are already gone at the yeah. venues we're looking at. So now we're, we're open to any time between like, end of August and mid-November. Okay. So yeah, no idea when. We're just going to see what's available. And honestly, COVID. we're probably going to do it on like a Wednesday. Yeah, COVID's still a, <laughs> COVID's still a thing. And then Wednesday yeah. is just like, well, now it's half. Because when we originally wanted to do Bali, that kind of had a barrier of entry of everybody wanting to come. Because right. I want everybody there. But at the same time, 
she's already done a 300 person wedding, you know? Yeah. So it's going to be, we, we have to dial the details in. Yeah. We literally sat down. We're like, okay, if we have just no budget and let me just preface this with child support is being paid off in full currently. Woo! So that is, yes. It's in the process. I yes. called up yesterday. His business has done very well. Yes. He's taking care of that in full. So, so you're not, so it. you're not fronting that bill for him. He's paying no. for it. Like no. the goal was the goal was to have this cash flow come in in December and to have it that was my plan to have it done have this deal closed before December so that going into reunion I could be like you know what guys you, I found out about this in 20 middle, end of 2018 going into 2019 and then I made my payments and I paid off nearly $40,000 in child support that I needed to pay 40,000 Australian It was only it was only actually 23,000 Australian the rest was bills uh late fees late mm. uh, or penalties so I got rid of that in the last, in four months it's since then. And then we cleared it up last night. So I wanted to do that in December. So going into the reunion, I'll be like, guys, yes. And I didn't know about my child support. And then I found out about it and I covered it and it's done. But I couldn't do that. I wish I could have earlier. So that aside, because that is now taken care of, if we had just no budget, fuck you money, could invite everyone we want, we made our list. And it's like 250 people. We're like, cool. Now we need to cut that in half. Yeah. Like at least because I only wanted what 125 was the maximum in Bali. So we're like, okay, that's it. But just my family alone is 70 people. So it's like. <laughs> my family's 12. It's, 13, including me. It's a lot. So now we're just like. We got to just draw the line. I don't want to have a huge wedding. I think it's a waste of money. We don't need to do that. You know, we want to save up to buy a house and all of that together. So um, we are still going to get married, though, because we deserve to have our wedding and our happy time. But it's not going to be a crazy 250 person, $100,000 right. wedding. Like, I'd go for it. No, I was going to say, well, now that, you know, the, the child support is is being paid off, does that mean that the kids might be in the wedding, too? Well, is there I mean, an I opportunity for that? Plan, to? I would, I would love to be seeing them as soon as I can. But now that I've done what my ex asked me to do, which was step up, make my payments. Mm -hmm. Now I can actually say I did that on my own. And then we have to work on a relationship with the mom and with my ex and their stepdad, mm -hmm. first and foremost. Um, and then we'll go down that route. I'm going to be patient with them until I'm not going to be patient with them because, you know, I don't need, I've done what you ask. I would like to communicate with the family. So ideally it'll be amazing. It's, it's, that's definitely a long shot. I think right now I just want to work on phone calls. And then mm. if I can go home once a month, I'll fly home for a week, like for four days, go home, see them on the weekend, come back here. That's, that's the ideal situation. I don't think you guys will see him at the wedding we i mean well, I would also, love to. it's not going to be in australia so to ask right. them to fly out of the country and with every like that's it's a big ask and i don't think that is realistic yeah. no but hopefully now that the borders are open now that this payment is taken care of actually that's 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 your you first can. person we've spoken to about it actually yeah. because i did it last night so that's funny that's yeah. exciting yeah, I, I just it, it was very now Lala can get off your back. Yeah, I'm just like, just say, you know what, like his business has done really well. I'm like, just take a big chunk of that and let's just get rid of it in full. Yes, you're doing the right thing by making payments, but just take care of the debt. 
and like, your, we're not your gonna business. have a wedding until that's taken care of. So yeah. he spoke to them last night. I heard him on the phone and the that's incredible. wires and transfers are all going this week. Yes. So yes. And your business, that's the, the fitness app that we saw on the show, right? So I'm in the fitness space. Uh, we actually own some in-person studios in San Diego called F45. Um, and so we have four of those studios down here. Um, and so that was what, after the pan going into a pandemic, owning gyms was just like, it was just a tack. It was just money out of your pocket. Yeah. So we got to rebuild the studios up and really make some re revenue through that. So we're doing great. I love my team in San Diego and all our gyms. Um, and it was an opportunity just to get some cash flow in. And that's what I was using. So it was just very frustrated at the reunion because everyone's like, well, why we? I'm like, look, we know how much you get paid on the show. And I'll tell you right now, it was a plus one. And I still, <laughs> and I'm saying it because I haven't received my check. For, for whatever it was to appear. I didn't, I didn't, and it's just like, it's under 10. I'll tell you that right now. And I still haven't received it and the season's finished. So like to have them at the reunion be like, well, we know how much Sheena makes on the show. I'm like, it's not her responsibility to take care of my, my family. And it never will be. And, I, and it, but everyone's like, but, but, but I was hoping that that deal was going to happen beforehand. So it took a minute, but I hope everyone realizes I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not rolling in it. I'm the average Joe, just like everybody watching. And I think, yeah. I think I really, really stuffed myself by putting it on three different cards when I got the ring. <laughs> Which by the way, he only Don't put a dollar it. on each card. They it wanted, was a they funny thing. It. He thought it was funny for the scene. And I wanted to relate to people who has $25,000 credit. I don't. Yeah. On one card. I'm like, oh, let's just split this bad boy up. But it was, it was a bad joke. And it just really dove into the, yeah, I am a cheapskate. I'm yeah. not asking for a discount, Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> no. Yeah, but people are like, I saw he put $10,000 on the cards. It was this much on this. I'm like, it was a dollar. He paid for the ring in cash and Kyle gave him a really good deal. So, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we win some and we lose some, but I am, I was uh, just as a viewer of the show, very happy to hear you not only clear the debt, but say like, I don't want Sheena to take on that responsibility because when they were bringing that up at the reunion, I was kind of like, well, that's a lot to expect of her to clear, you know, your debt. Obviously, but it's important. No, and I know you would because you love him and you have a big heart. But I'm like, it's it I would imagine could make the relationship, you know, a little more challenging because when money gets yeah. involved and debts get involved. So I I'm glad that that's been cleared. I am happy to hear that there's, you know, a path forward and people can finally cut you some slack next season. Should there be a next yeah. season? Cause I think you've officially earned the new, uh, lead man in, in the group. I, Rob. I, 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 you, I, I think I earned a paycheck. I'll take a paycheck. <laughs> you definitely I mean. earned a full-time paycheck for sure. Um, Jenly98 on Instagram asks if you guys ever hang out with Jax and Brittany, and she wants to know if Brock, you like Jax since you're the new man on Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> yeah, we were just with them um, last weekend. You'll see a little bit of it. I didn't vlog too much, but you'll just see a little clip of it from her birthday party this past weekend. We drove up to LA to see them. And uh, yeah, I've, I've never had a bad moment with Jax, and I've also never had to film with him because <laughs> apparently it's different. But I've never had a bad moment with Jax, only good times. And, and But then at the same time, I don't want to ever talk about the show around them as well, because yeah. I'm like, I, like I, so I just leave it as it is. And me and him get along, with, and we've always got along. Jax I'm, loves to have his dad friends. So yeah. I feel like once we got pregnant, then Jax is like, oh, okay, we can be friends now. You're a dad, <laughs> I'm a dad, we can be friends. Yeah, no, we get along. And, and I think it's, I think 
I wish, yeah, I wish we had them around on the show as well, but it, how it is, it wasn't, but we still get along outside of it for sure. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not the main guy in this group. Let's be very, very clear. <laughs> I don't, you came and took a, a big, pri- I mean, you're very tall, but you had took a big, you filled a big chunk of the airtime this season for sure. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, Elaine wants to know when the cameras are down and it's just the two of you, what's your favorite thing to do together? When Cook ca- dinner. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I like playing cards. Oh, uh, yeah. We've, we're on Monopoly deal right now. Oh, <laughs> I used to love Monopoly deal. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I think when the cameras aren't down, we talk more when the cameras are up. Because you have to sit, you, you get to sit down and be like, oh, how was last night? How do yeah. you feel about that? Like, tell me more. So we talk more. I think now when the cameras are down, we come down to San Diego and I'll tell you what, this is such a great way for us to escape, but then focus on ourselves. So card yeah. games in San Diego, the beach. Yeah, we love to host like a dinner night with our neighbors, uh, our like 65 and 82 year old neighbors are like oh, our San best Diego. friends down here. So we have them over for dinner and uh, yeah, binging Easy. some Netflix when the baby's down. We just did Ozark. Yeah. I like that. My schedule, my schedule is I'm in bed by now. I want to be made by like eight or nine and Sheena's just still has to pump at like 10 or 11. So no, like midnight. Yeah, midnight. <laughs> so we have an opposite now, Yeah. but when the cameras are down, I think we just, we just take it easy. Mm-hmm. So we've seen some of the other Vanderpump, uh, co-stars write books and now we have a lot of new business ventures we have Schwartz and Sandy's we have uh something about her is there a possible restaurant or book in the future for you Sheena definitely not a restaurant that is one thing I've worked in the industry long enough I know I never want to own one um there will be a book 100% in the in the future like post Vanderpump Rules Absolutely, there she's will be got, a book. She's got some notes on her phone. I'll tell you what. She's been dialing this book in with just quotes and like situations. Yeah, but um, I am working on my own uh, little business thing as well that will launch this spring. So stay tuned for that. Something mm-hmm. I've wanted to do for so long. And finally, I'm doing it. So that's exciting. Um, I'll put it, I'll put, I'd like yeah. to put it out there. I want to have a coffee shop. Not this year. Um, when we have the homebody studio, I want to have it attached our office at our studio. We want to have like an interactive coffee space in there as well. We can get your coffee, get an acai bowl and all that and chill out. But my sister's boyfriend just opened up a coffee and acai bowl place in Las Vegas called better days. So ah. we're like, if we could get like a miniature better days and it's like, it's such an Instagrammable place. Like it's so dope. It's just like very like, 70s vibes and what would you call it something about him or once upon a broad <laughs> it's all about him that's what we'll call it <laughs> you'll <pull> one coffee <laughs> how are uh, tom and ariana i mean how and, how and how are they with lala i feel like there's been a little tension between them lately yeah that's a question for them but um they're <laughs> we, so we, good we, we see it just like you guys as well yeah we see it we're like oof. <laughs> But yeah. Sandoval, his show is amazing. Oh my God, his band, so good. Like, and he I just announced a bunch of wedding. dates for his tour in March, which yeah. looks exciting. It's, I know. It's the best. That guy, I, that guy was born to it, eh? Like if we didn't, again, if we had no budget and just fuck you money, I would have that band at the wedding. But to fly out a 10-person band and pay them all, 
and the rooms and everything. I'm like, that is an expense that I do not need to spend. It's happening. I, <laughs> it's I all happening. I love if we had that. <laughs> do you still have that? You still have the tattoo, right? It's all happening. Yeah. She just walks around the shopping. He forgot which arm was. Yeah, because <laughs> you did that, and I was like, "Wait, it's not that arm. It's this arm." <laughs> okay, it is Valentine's I so Day. I don't remember where they are. It is Valentine's Day, so I want some of Sheena and Brock's hot dating tips. Okay. Ooh. First up, what would you guys say is the perfect ideal date? Ooh, you, know, you can go first on this one. I mean. I don't know. There's so many different things you can do. Like you can do like a Disneyland mm. day and night and kiss under the fireworks. You could just That's do, good. you know, a dinner like in Newport on a <laughs> yacht and do like a little dinner cruise. Or you could just do like dinner and a we movie. Did, we did that. We went on a yacht cruise. Yeah. A, a friend of ours did yacht chartering. So we went, we chartered that up in uh, Newport, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you don't want to, you know, really talk to the person, you just go to a movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've got yours covered. Here it is. Okay. The thing about Valentine's Day is it's not about the money. I mean, I'm saying this as myself. It's not about the money spent. I so think if you can don't put of, dinner on three credit cards. <laughs> just don't bring your credit cards. Look at them awkwardly at the end and see who grabs cards. First. No. Um, think about, I always try and think outside the box, you know? And my advice would be to do the same because that makes a day memorable. Like off the top of my head, if we were in San Diego, I would have the bonfire out on the beach and then we'll take some notes and write each other love letters that we want for the year. And then we can burn them and have like a little, you know. Why would you burn the love letter? Because you're like, you're like, you're making your wish and you're going to let let it go. It's something, do something. So that it it goes off into the universe. Yeah, you can go ahead and go order like lanterns online on Amazon and write them on there and then do a fire pit blow it off in the air and guess what you know like cute things and it costs under 20 bucks and you had a good moment see yeah i like that that, that was a I'm good one ha- for everyone living by the beach i'm gonna have to <laughs> use that one um what would you say is the best way to slide into somebody's dms to be successful again i would i would take the lead in this one <laughs> Um, you get, you, you got to do your research. You can't just like slide in and be like, Hey, like, Hey is like an average, like I want to hook up and say, if you're very interested in the person, find out who they are and what they really genuinely like. Mm. And it's as easy as just looking at their feed because they're going to tell you what they like because that's their niche. That's what they post. And fortunately for Sheena, she had football up there and I enjoy football. I shot with the Rams, but she was a Chargers fan. But it was a led with football, none the best. So I, just, I think just find out what they're interested in and then say, hey, look, I know you live in Santa Monica. You know, there's a cool show on there. Do you want to go? But you can't just blindly slide into someone's DMs like that. I think if you can, you can, you can but they'll be, it I mean, yeah, be yeah. worth a shot. You know what? This is my advice for life. You never know unless you don't. If you, you get nothing if you don't ask. And you're in the same position where if you ask and they say no, you're in the same spot as if you asked and you you wonder if you didn't ask. You but know? at least you know. But at least you know this time. Yes, at least you, because I will say, someone slid into my DMs a few days ago and it worked out great so far. And it, it's really because like, when somebody slides into your DMs, the first thing the person's going to do is go and look at your profile. And if they're attracted to you and they're interested, they'll respond. And if they're not, they won't respond. So, but you just have to shoot your shot and at least get noticed. And my number one thing is you have to have a public profile. If someone slides in your DMs and then you go to look at their profile and it's private, like, sorry, not going to respond. Exactly. Um, She's ruthless. No, it's true because I don't want to have to request (laughs) you you and wait for you. Yeah, exactly. 
trying to build my following. <laughs> Does that work? I don't think so. Probably uh, not. I've, I've got like 90 posts on my Instagram. So don't look at me for like growing an audience. I'm working. I got to work on that. No, part. we look at you for ass shots in front of the water. Exactly. You should see the video we got after. Oh, <laughs> only fans. Bells and whistles right there. <laughs> um, how long should a couple wait or how many dates should you wait before having sex? And to each their own, you know, you can do it on the first. You can wait seven. I mean, I don't think it honestly matters if it's the right person. I don't think don't it fuck matters. On the first, don't, don't smack on the first night. Don't do it. No, because, no, because for, that's why I'm single, right? That's why so. I'm single. Thanks, Brock. <laughs> no, I swear. Didn't Teddy and Edwin, they thought it was going to be like yeah. a one night stand. And look at them. I've married. heard that with Children. a lot of couples. Yeah. Three kids. Okay. They've been married so long. I, I had my own personal, like, I think for me, I had my own personal issues about it. So I was just like, oh, like, it didn't dang. work out for him, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ho, you know? <laughs> what about sending naughty photos, hot or not hot? To someone you're dating. How naughty are we talking? Like, like porno na naughty or just like. I mean, we're not like doing like asshole shots, Brock. We're like, you know, tasteful <laughs> nudes. Just through the legs. <laughs> I think How are you today? I think it's hot if it's tasteful. Yeah. You know, like if it's a good photo, like no one just wants. I mean, maybe, maybe someone does just want an unsolicited dick pic, but like, you know, like Nobody I think likes it's, those. It's just, yeah, it needs to be tasteful. Yes. Tasteful. And like, look at the background. Cause I know that's what I do. If I see a photo, thank like, you. I need I to make sure I look at all the spots on the mirror. I yep. zoom into your products to see like, mm -hmm. how much are we spending on our skincare? Like yeah. I, wow. I yeah. dissect everything. If I that's get a naughty funny. photo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How soon is too soon to introduce them to your family? See that, I think it also just depends on your relationship with your family. Cause like for me, I know my mom has met some guys that I've only been on like a date with because my mom and I are really close. She'd be out with me in LA for dinner. He would come by for a drink or whatever. I mean, it was only a few weeks that we were talking and he met my parents cause I was about to go to Australia with him. And they're like, mm, we need to know this guy. But I, got, um, I dodged the bullet for four weeks and then I met them. With my dad, I would wait much longer to introduce him to someone because I'm not just going to have a bunch of fuckboys come right. and meet my dad. Like, if you meet my dad, that's probably pretty serious. Or I'm going to downplay and just be like, oh, this is my friend who's just like hanging out. But like, Sheena's quotation yeah. marks around friend. <laughs> friend. Friend. What is the ideal gift for Valentine's Day? Like, should a guy get a girl or should you get a girl, get your partner roses and chocolate? No. Is that too basic, bitch? Like, oh what God. is like, if you're going to do a gift, what should you do for Valentine's Day? Something thoughtful and not basic. Chocolates and flowers are so overrated. I got him a bunch of stuff from Cuts. Shout out to them. <laughs> like, if you want to get something for your man, they have so many yeah, was, good, good like get something like thoughtful you know something that they're going to use flowers die i hate flowers i don't ever want flowers i brought her flowers before and i was like please don't like they're cute for like a minute but then it's like then they die and then they start to wilt and they just don't look pretty forever yeah, like, I mean, I guess it and is. And they're the so expensive. Counts, like, they're so expensive for something that dies in, like, 48 hours. I know. <laughs> I just think flowers are thoughtless unless 
you are a flower person. Like I know Lisa Vanderpump loves flowers. She broke her leg. I sent her flowers because I know she wants flowers. <laughs> yeah. I don't want flowers ever. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Take notes. I wouldn't bro. leave with roses. I'll go like a nice flower bouquet, but that would just be like a background to a gift. So no flowers. Don't burn your love letters. Any any other <laughs> notes, Brooke, should we take? I'm going to read. We'll listen to this when, I, when I'll be like, okay. My favorite gift <laughs> is a handwritten card with just feelings. Like that is my love language, words of affirmation. I don't want gifts. I just want words. So that is my personal favorite thing. If that comes with some flowers because you want to add to it, like it's the thought that counts, but know that like I'm going to throw them away in a week and yeah. I'm just going to stare at them as they slowly die. And then I feel bad. Yeah. And they remind me of funerals. Wow. I think I personally <laughs> just, just no, I've, <laughs> I've been to so many funerals in my life, unfortunately, that I think that's where my hate of flowers comes from. Cause the smell of them reminds me of a funeral. Yeah. They die like people die and wow. I just don't like flowers. Okay, Happy Valentine's flowers. Day. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Thank you guys so much for chatting with me today. I always love chatting with you, Sheena Brock. It's so nice to finally get you on No Filter. You got yeah. to sit in the hot seat no and live to tell the tale. Oh, yes. <laughs> My strings. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anything you guys, where can they uh, go and download the fitness app or go to check out one of your studios, Brock? Pimp it out. Yeah, actually, if you guys are interested in taking any kind of live class at all, we are building up our beta testing right now. So our full launch will be in June for Pride Month. We're going to be having a whole bunch of creators on there representing and raising money. Um, and so we can connect more about that. But between now and then, we want to build up our, our, our user list. So if you're interested in any style of health or wellness, we want to know what it is so we can go get those creators and we can bring them to a network of people that want to try it out. It's going to be completely free up until April or May. So if you guys are interested, go to homebodylivefitness.com and they can go ahead and register as a user. And it will just ask them for their name, the email, and what type of class they like. And then through there, I will be contacting you guys personally just to kind of talk to you guys more about what we can do, how we can help. And if I have, I've got over a thousand calls to do that or calls and meetings for that. And I'll be doing all of them through this next month of onboarding. So awesome. you want to try something new. I've got your back. It's going to be a great experience the next three, four months to our launch. So I'm excited about that. Yay. I love it. And you have shenanigans. Yeah, I'm with Dear Media now. Yes, so really I love Lauren and Michael. Congrats. Company. Thank you. So new episodes still every Friday and um, new vlogs every week, which I'm kind of struggling right now because we don't do much. We're just kind of in chill mode. And I'm like, I need to have content. What We need to do something. Um, so I'm struggling there, but still we'll put things out every week. And um launching something exciting in the next few months. So stay tuned. I can't wait. Look at two business business uh, power couple right here with the yeah. business opportunities. I, I really like how like the show's really focusing on that now, you know? Like, yeah. You're right, they're growing up into this. And yes. we all have our connections with Lisa still. I think I'm really looking forward to hopefully a new season of that. Yeah, we'll see. Thank you, Sheena. Thank you, Brock. Thank you Thank guys for you. listening. Thank you. I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Be sure to check out Homebody. Be sure to listen to Shenanigans and stay tuned. Sounds like they have a lot of announcements coming up. So you're going to want to go and follow them on the gram, Sheena and Brock. And Summer, 
gorgeous Instagram feed, always cute and curated, Sheena. Yes. Love it. Um, guys, you can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach or follow the show at No Filter with Zach. Be sure to get your tickets to Spilling Tea Live with me and Adam Newell from Up and Adam. Go to SpillingTeaLive.com and stock up on some Housewives Watch and Wine at NoFilterWine.com. All right. I will hopefully have a hot day tonight and I got to run. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you have lots of fun tonight and hopefully you're getting laid too. All right. Love you, mean it. Bye. (laughs) 